Honey, you're ruining our kid with Charlotte and Tina, a Go Loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by Buy Me. The only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour. Shop the full range of grocery products handpicked by your Buy Me personal shopper. T's and C's apply. Honey, you're ruining our kids. The parenting podcast from an Irish man abroad. It's all about helping you with this challenge of raising kids. I am a stand-up comedian and Tina is a child development expert with more than 20 years of experience in the business. There's absolutely zero judgment here and everyone does it their own way. At the end of the day, you have to do what suits your family. And I'm just here to try and help them. you got to come down to the level and give them a chance gotta give them a warning and say that is not okay what you did here's what's gonna happen next. yeah it sounds a lot like our relationship <laughs> jar if you do that again <laughs> there's gonna be no basketball for the rest of the week it's honey you're ruining our kid the parenting podcast from the irish man abroad podcast network tina i'm gonna come straight out the date i'm coming in i'm coming in hot today i get so I nervous just, i just want to know like do some kids just are some kids just acting the bollocks you know <laughs> you're trying to figure out what are they doing? Why are they doing this? What can we do to help them? Oh but some of them are just being little bollockses. Is that, is that, a, am I, am I yeah. losing my mind? You mean like are some of them playing their parents? Yeah. Yeah, of course. That's the whole thing. They're playing their parents. And that's why I'm here to help those parents find the strength to not be played. When Don't get you, played by your kid. So when you're in the classroom, for yeah. example, in okay. that setting, and you recognise oh, this kid, does, there's nothing wrong here. There's oh, no, yeah. there's when, no issue. Oh, yeah. You mean when a parent thinks there's an issue with their kid and there's actually, it's just actually acting the maggot. Yeah, or worse. Yeah. That, <laughs> we'll get to this later, where it's like the parent is not helping matters. Oh, well, that. That they're, play, they're buying it hook, line and sinker. Yeah. And you're looking at them going, no, your kid's fine. I think. They're just playing yeah. you. I think that that. Is a problem that's coming from this idea of um, consciously parenting, which is a beautiful philosophy on parenting and, you know, being kind and, you know, never losing it with your kid, always being the resourceful, kind, well, being the calm little center. Yeah, but people have got that a little bit wrong. Like there's never been um, a time when people have encouraged conscious parenting and then also encouraged no boundaries, no rules and just Mm. let your kid do whatever they want. Because for me, what I always stress, oops, I just, okay. is safety is mm. actually what you should be driving for. Does your child feel safe? And how do you get to those feelings of safety? Your child needs to know exactly the rules in the house. Mm. Mom's boundaries, dad's boundaries. Then you've got a happier kid. You can, um, oh, I absolutely advocate conscious yeah. parenting. I think it's but beautiful. But that's where it but, gets tricky though, isn't yeah. it? Because you're like, I want my child to feel safe. So I'm going to tell them now this is happening then this is happening which is your now and next thing which like we need to get a patent on because it's just (laughs) so it's it's helped so many people but what I'm saying is it gets tricky because you're like you don't need to involve your kid in that yeah you're telling your kid we're going to have this for dinner it's like uh, now they think they're a stakeholder in the choices it's like dinner's dinner eat it it's really hard one to balance the seesaw of that yeah. because like that's why I find it hard to give advice from emails. I re- it really is so much more helpful for me to be able to see the child because then I see how people are interacting with the child mm. too. And whether the child's a bollocks. And yeah. whether the child's a bollocks. 
Yes, of course. Charlotte knows that the more of a little bollocks that child is, the more I'm going to love them. Because I love the little spirited ones. I do. I love it because it's never their fault. I'm not a fan. You're not a fan. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's never their fault. It's never their fault. And they're so easy to put back on track. Yeah. I mean, you're right. There's too many parents, maybe. I, no, I can't start with a definite. No, yeah, I can. <laughs> Look, we're we're seeing it all the time, and people parents, know yeah. themselves. I'm just giving them too much. Yeah, or, we we do it. We yeah. do it all the time, and then we go through phases where we're trying to pull it back. Here's the other thing: like to bring it back into the like the bigger context of world news. Right, yeah. the two big stories this week. Uh, Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas breaking up. They're not, this is not the biggest news story, <laughs> by the way. I, I recognise that's not the top weirdly, of the news. Weirdly, I've been so dragged into yeah. this um, romance. Yeah. Oh, well, this is disaster. like this is a real insight into spin doctoring mm. and how exactly how much people aren't buying spin anymore. Yeah. And Joe Biden's son, Hunter Biden, oh, yeah. has been indicted on gun charges. Now, he is a problem child. And I the impression I get with Joe Biden, even though that's a man, like that's a grown man yeah, who's yeah. got a gun charge. What the but hell is that But we know there was trauma in his childhood. Massive trauma in the family. And I would imagine yeah. that Joe, being away as much as he was, found it very hard to say no to yeah. young Hunter. And that's parent guilt, mom guilt, dad guilt. Ex- yeah, exactly. Huge problems if too. So, some of that comes into what we're talking yes. about here, where you had a pretty shy childhood yourself. Mm-hmm. And you didn't feel like your man and dad ever gave two hoots about you. Yes. That parents can then be like, well, then I'm not going to have my child sad ever. And that is what I mean about the boundaries and the feeling of safety, because your child will not be happy in themselves. They just won't if they don't feel safe. Mm. So you can be the yes mom and the yes dad all you want and get them whatever they want. But that child who has no sense of boundaries will not feel secure and safe in themselves. And I'm not saying like rules. I'm just like boundaries. Mm. If you tell them they can't, clarity, if you say they can't have something, your child should happily respect your voice and know, well, my mom said that, that's it. That's how it works. That's how it works. Mm. And that's a kind of safety feeling for them. Also telling them, my job is to keep you safe. If they, if for a reason they can't do something, it's good. It's a good thing to say to your child. You're telling them, I love you. I want to keep you safe. But um, Tina's job is to answer your emails. Keep them coming in. Honey, you are ruining our kid at gmail.com. Buy me are our partner. Make sure to download the app. Let's get straight to question number one. Hello, Jar and Tina. I absolutely adore your show. I don't have a parenting question per se. I have an uncle dilemma. Oh, okay. Problem with another parent. <laughs> okay. So this is the uncle or? I don't know. Yeah. My brother is oh, yeah. raising some rude kids. It's driving me crazy. Himself and his wife model rude and exclusionary behavior. Oh, wow. I've had no idea what to do, but their kids don't say thank you. They seem really entitled. It was cute when they were small and they just seemed like little cutie pies with a little bit of attitude. (laughs) But now they're getting bigger and my patience for their lack of manners is wearing thin. How can I change their behavior? Can I change their behavior? As an uncle, 
do I have a voice? What is your advice? I'm ready to explode at my brother. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand how he doesn't see how rude his kids are. Any help would be much appreciated. There's a very tricky one, right? That's very tough. And I say right off the top that we are in some dangeroso territory. Yeah, you have to say. If you go in front of him, you are being rude. Yeah. Like, oh, God, well, the lava could shoot from all the orifices. Yeah. Like, if somebody like... said that about my kid in front of me, hmm. I don't know, actually, I'd be like, well, if he was rude. Yeah, no, we're definitely the parents who are like, do you think Mikey was what? rude? Mikey, were you rude? Yeah. We call him out and all I just that. heard you didn't, I heard in the other room you not saying <laughs> thanks. Yeah. No, we <laughs> definitely, definitely call go a bit. it out. Uh, Probably a bit too much. This is a scary one because if you, whatever advice you give, if he follows it. And they fall out. It could follow, yeah, it could ruin the relationship. So the question is in a nutshell. Yeah. As a relative, Mm -hmm. do I have any influence over my siblings' children? Sadly, no. No. And that is the answer. There's no. You can want to, but you risk falling out. Definitely. 100%. Definitely. And maybe. And I love all my nieces and nephews. It needs to be said. Yeah, me too. My God, we adore them. They're the best. But maybe the trick is you do need to get in there early. We've all been there. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, do I say that? Now I'm looking after them for the day. Oh, if they're in my care, I absolutely will tell them. That's rude. Don't do that. An instance. And we won't. We don't even need to name (laughs) names. Where. um, And. A relative of ours, a niece or nephew. <laughs> I am so afraid. This is scary, right? It's like I can feel, can totally feel why this email came in. I, yeah, um, intensing up. And we went out for lunch yeah. and they ordered two main courses. <laughs> <laughs> they were like seven. They were seven at the time. We were like, no, you got to pick one it, or the other. Yeah. And they were like, I want to get hot dog and pizza. And you're like, <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. When I explained that if they were still hungry after, of course, we'd order more food. But but we wouldn't have. No. <laughs> well, you know, I would never let anyone go hungry. But Of course, if they, you want two main courses, just eat they one. They couldn't get through the first one at no, all. Yeah. they couldn't finish it. No. Yeah. But it was, look, it was a good lesson in, in yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I, took the, I thought they took it very well. Um, but, you know, yeah. Can you parent your brother or sister's kids? No, you can't. Right. Well, if you're minding them, that's yeah, not, but then the, they're in your but care. this person is probably listening to this going, well, that's not what I'm asking. Yeah. What I'm actually saying is, if my kid is punking me, like, think about it. Yeah. The kid is like snatching it from your hand. Yeah. When you go, here's a little bag of crisps for you there. Oh, and well. I snatch it from your hand, walk from the room. Are you not entitled to go, what do we say? Oh, absolutely. I would do that. Or come in, take the bag of crisps, empty them into the bin (laughs) and go, well, (laughs) if you'd said thanks, that wouldn't have happened. No, I do think, of course, that's not really parenting, though. That's just daily manners. That's just you're allowed to say things like that. I think that's more the question here. Mm. I think, yeah, if you give a child something, if if I give a child a present and they snatch it and don't say thank you, I will and have done go to the child and say you need to sit. You, you're shaking your head. I have I've done that. I've watched you not do it as well. Really? I've definitely watched you not do that. Then I'm afraid of the mom. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, like we've been at kids parties where it's happened. Yeah. And, you know, 
this is a very tricky question. Yeah, I'd love to hear from more aunties and uncles because I just don't think you can get involved. No. I think you got to... It's one of those things you got to grin and bear. Yeah, unfortunately, because if it's being modelled, then the parents are okay with it. That's the... But so... But then what your advice has always been, Tina, is to do model yourself, right? Just focus on modelling for yourself. So let that kid see that if you want the best from me... Yeah. You do this. Yeah, I think that's okay. And if they're in your house, they have to abide your rules. Like if they're over, if they're staying overnight, you know, if they're rude, you can say, I really don't like that in our house. That's not something we do. I'd Mm. like it when you're here not to do that. I don't know how it works in your house. (laughs) Keep saying, I know it's crazy up there. (laughs) Up there. Up in that, up in this bitch. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, no, I really feel bad because I got nothing really because I feel like you get involved well, like you, you are going you're, to, you're in a minefield. Yeah. And like, Tina, these are always the hardest ones. Yeah. These are always the hardest questions. And we love getting difficult questions from you guys. But always the trickiest ones uh, are where family yeah. uh, tensions mm-hmm. occur. Where it's like, remember, we had that person where the mom wouldn't let her you know discipline her kids and this is a very common thing that you can't oh. discipline your kids in front of your mom yeah and our advice for like, that really you're being worked, too tough on that you know? advice really worked for that mom she what started taking her child out of the room out of the room yeah. and that is good but you can't do that with your niece and nephews yeah. that's overstepping mm. that is overstepping it's hard not to overstep because you love them so much mm. you love your nieces and nephews so, so much. so what's the first thing they do Let's get this clear. You model it yourself. Yeah, you model it yourself. When they're in your house, these Mm. are the rules. I think if behavior takes part, it it takes place in front of you, to you, you are within your rights to say, I don't like how you're talking to me. I don't like how you're behaving. In front of your brother. If the child does it to you. Yeah, I would always. I'd do that. I would do that because it's you they're affecting with their behavior. I'm afraid of my brother. But you can't. (laughs) He doesn't have kids. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't have kids. I think you can't, if you witness, if you're observing behavior, you can't get involved. No. But if it's happening to you, yeah, you can get involved in that. Right. But you can't ever say anything to your brother because they'll just take offense. Yeah, and the other big uh, provision that needs to come with this advice is that we don't know what your relationship is with this sibling or whoever this is in your family. Yeah. If you're listening to this going, yeah, I'm going to do that. We don't know. And also, you got to remember, as the uncle, you're not there all the time. Mm. You don't know how hard it is to mm. raise these kids. Yeah, I really, really don't like ever judging another parent ever, no matter how bad she cr- Unless they're hurting their child, then I will be like, fuck that. Yeah. But because you just don't know what day they've lived already mm. or what's gone down. And, you know, like like they say, you know, those memes where the mom is holding the kid like a rugby ball, which I'm all for. Yeah. And they're like, stop judging that mom. She asked nicely twice. (laughs) I love that because I'm like, yeah, you have no clue what happened before that. You don't know how many times you got down to that child's level and tried to be nice. At a certain point, as a parent, you have to be able to go, that's it. You're a rugby ball. We're out of here. You know, best look in Ireland in the rugby world. (laughs) (laughs) Best look to that uncle. Before we go on to question two, we did leave out one thing in question one that probably needs its own section. And that is the exclusionary behavior that got mentioned. There's a mention of it in there. 
Yeah. Exclusionary behaviour. I certainly had cousins that enjoyed a little bit of don't tell them, leave them out, you know. I hate that, right. And you, for them, it was jokes. Like it was, yeah. it was like, well, I leave saw him standing you. there and he thinks he doesn't, there's <laughs> nobody here. I witnessed Darlet reminding one of his cousins this summer. Of a trick they played Harry. on me. Yeah. And like she didn't. Was appalled. Rem- yeah. She was appalled at her behavior, but had no memory of it. Whereas this is a core memory for core Darlet memory. that he yeah. carries around. Do you want to know what that is, guys? <laughs> Will I tell you guys what happened? So I think I was about six, right? And yeah, I would have been no older than six because yeah. I was definitely home from school before everybody else, right? So mm. it's the youngest member of the family. In case you can't tell, a lot of comedians are the youngest <laughs> member of their family. Uh, so craving attention. Home from school early. Chowing down. Watching a little bit of Bosco. The, the oh, glory years, great, right? Great. Uh, Uprock, the nesters from Cork <laughs> to the Regan house. And you're like, what am I? I've never met these cousins, really. They just, they're, saw them in they're not the first cousins, they're second cousins, right? So they, yeah, they show up in the summertime, might see them, but they're so much older than me. Like, they're yeah. like, they seemed like absolute adults yeah they're probably like, like eight fully years like old, you? The, the, the girls look like women the men had mustaches we all look the same age now yeah but like they were like go on outside now and play and i went to run outside and my mother said put on your coat it's the way it's amazing i can remember every yeah, bit it of really this. looked put in. on your coat and I came back in and put on my coat. Unbelievable. Nobody else put on their coats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is why I relate to kids so much. All these memories are so vivid. Throw on the coat. Go out the back garden. Nobody's out there. Oh, Nobody's there. I've heard this I was story like, what? maybe a million times. So what the, Did they not come out? I'm like, but they, they walked out the door ahead of me. I'm six years old. And... Then they all jumped from trees and oh. rooftops and shed tops and frightened the living <laughs> shit out of me. Oh like maybe the most scared I've ever oh been God, at any moment in my it. life. And uh, 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 rocked my core like that kind of, uh, uh, yeah, kind of scare. Yeah, sunk in. And uh, I remember feeling so betrayed, right, that like I was like. That was a mean. That was like the egg cracking on the head. Why you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? Like obviously well, crying. Well, you had a little bit of a temper, didn't you? Break tennis rackets and stuff at that age. That's a whole other episode, <laughs> Tina. But I, well, I brought it up with this. Yeah, woman. I was there. I was like, oh, here a, we go. A full thirty odd <laughs> years later, and she was appalled by what she'd done. But it was that kind of though, mean uh, stuff that this person talked about in question one, mm. where it's like you're. Not only are these kids rude, but they're practicing exclusionary yeah. behavior. And we're living in a time when it's more possible to exclude people than ever before. Yeah. As our communication methods mean that you can just mute them, hide them, block them. It's terrifying to me. Also, don't add them. That stuff happens by accident on social media, too, which is causing. You're saying that, Tina, but you're excluding people. <laughs> <laughs> Never. But I have seen, I saw a whole thing um, yesterday on Twitter. Uh, it was actually your friend, Dave Efrain, who mm. did that lovely interview saying, I'm not seeing the replies to my um, Twitter. And then somebody got in touch to say, well, you must have uh, muted or blocked people. And he goes, I've never done that to anyone. Mm. And he hadn't. And then a load of other people were like. Elon Musk did it for him. 
maybe. Do you mm. think so? Yeah, so it seems to be happening. But yeah, I get what you mean. We've seen it. We've seen exclusionary behavior what ourselves. What do you do? What do you do? And to be honest, the gross thing that I've seen is it's parent-led. Mm. That's all I've seen. It's, it's yeah. not the kids. It's from what I've seen. It's parents telling their kids to do stuff that doesn't sit or, well or with just their show, kids. Or just showing them. Yeah, that this is what we do. We don't. Because uh, so I'm I'm coaching basketball at the moment, right? Yeah, I'm back coaching basketball. Mikey's with team. Mikey's <laughs> team, right? And it's just funny that I like I I think you have to nip it in the bud early, yeah. and I think the parents need to be talking about exclusionary behavior. Um, I just saw a bit of uh, kind of trash talk going on from the sidelines to one kid who was smaller than the other kids, mm. and you know. I stopped the practice and said, that's good coaching. That's not how this team works. Nobody belittles anyone on on the team. If you're going to shout something from the sideline, it's positive. That's that. All of these players are helping each other up. But like I was, (laughs) my heart was beating so fast because I just felt so bad for the little guy. Yeah. The little guy. I think what you did was right because children need guidance. And when that's my, that's the scary thing I'm seeing. What I'm seeing it's parent-led so then i find myself going hang on this is kids you're talking about right so you're talking about kids so the dialogue i think the dialogue from what i'm seeing in my experience Mm. is parent-led yeah and i can't stop myself and do you mean like when parents are around going oh that kid's a little bollocks yeah and we started this show with me calling kids bollockses (laughs) but like if you're a parent who is speaking a bit too freely in front of your kids about oh well should that kid's absolute arse but like what hope does your child have it's going in you were saying to your kid that this kid's a bollocks and he'll never change Mm. whereas that little kid is in a state of growth and change they're not who they're gonna be they're not how dare you i hate when people limit kids i hate it yeah i'm like yeah okay i can see that kid has a few problems yeah but you've no idea what their story is and also when they don't what their potential is yeah and they also when they don't recognize you yourself yeah <laughs> we're a little bollocks at the end of the day you're talking about kids stop uh, parents yeah. need to stop talking about kids in a weird way because you are you are green lighting it for your kids to behave you cannot bl- in this instance exclusionary behavior i don't blame it on kids ever i look to the parents and i think what are you saying what are you and what, what guidance this are they getting do here? if he's seeing it happening if the uncle he can do fuck all in this instance nothing i don't see what he can do I just don't. Mm. Only when it's, like I said, in terms of the manners, if he's there and it's happening in front of him, then you get can on. guide them like yeah. you did at the coaching. Right. Well, yeah. not a whole load of answers in it. Uh, no. Answer one here. But sometimes I don't have the answer. Yeah, well, that's I, I true. I do need to but state you that. definitely have the answer to question two. Okay. Tina and Charlotte. I absolutely love your podcast. Apologies if this has been covered before, but I'm still making my way through the older episodes. Absolutely no apology necessary. Did you know that you can get longer episodes and bonus episodes (laughs) over on patreon.com forward slash Irishmanabroad? Yeah, there you go. My three and a half year old little boy started hair twirling about three months ago solely at bedtime so that's the thing literally just like mm. burrowing your finger and twisting a hair around it okay he used to fall asleep uh nursing holding on to my hair 
and often would still find a lot of comfort holding onto and twirling the end of my hair, reading books and having a cuddle. So it made sense. He began doing it to himself uh, to soothe when he made the switch from me putting him to bed every night to Dada putting him to bed. Okay, here we go. He recently started Montessori and he's loving it. Ran in, happy as Larry on day one. However, the hair twirling has turned into hair pulling Mm. and he has an ever-growing bald spot. Oh no, we don't ever scold him up for it but try redirecting him and give him something else to engage his hands. But it's getting worse. Couple all that with potty training at the beginning of the summer and a baby sister due in a few weeks. And there's been a lot of big changes for this guy. He's a very outgoing, chatty, happy boy who outwardly takes it all in his stride. But it's obviously internalizing all of these changes. Very tough. Is a buzz cut the answer? Oh. What can I do to help him? A buzz cut is an option. It's actually not a bad option, the buzz cut. But I think this child, like, it's all going to be okay, I hope. I feel like this mom, another incredible mom who is redirecting his hand. How clever is that? Just Mm. trying to knowing that this unconscious behavior and that I need to redirect it before it becomes a habit forming behavior. Uh, It's so tricky because, you know, this is a this is a what do you call it? Um, He's got a ball spot. I know, but it's a, it's an issue. What is it called when you have like a disorder? That is a disorder. It no. has a special name. Uh, I cannot remember, but I, I was guilty of it myself for a while. You did this. I used to pull out bits of my hair. It is a self-soothing thing that people do. And uh, I remember reading about Colin Farrell, of all people, saying that he was struggling with this disorder that when he was stressed out, he realized he was pulling bits of his hair and he was getting a bulb patch. And I was like, oh, shit, I do that, too. So for ages, I used to have to sit on my hands when I want to do it. What age were you? Uh, 30. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so there is a possibility that if they don't get on top of this, that this can go on into adult life. Yeah, well, it's a very common. It's like one in three people do this. Oh, flip. But it's not that common for little guys. Oh. And what she's noticed is true. He's using it as a self soothing technique so we need to think of other things that maybe he needs i feel like straight off the bat he needs a hair sensory head sensory program he needs like massage when she's washing his hair he needs his hair brushed because he's gotten used to some kind of stimuli in that part of his skull that he's enjoying and that needs to be replaced with a different activity I also think she's right about the redirection. How do you redirect it, though? Maybe at nighttime he gets a teddy that's really fluffy and fuzzy or a doll with Mm -hmm. hair. And if he needs to do it, he'll do it to the doll or the teddy and not himself. Um, Do you say it? Well, actually, that depends on the kid. I think at three and a half, you could have a chat with him, depending on the kid. You could sit him down and say... You, I don't know if you know you're doing this, but you sometimes you're actually pulling out your hair and when mommy's now going to need you to try and stop. And when you feel yourself going to do that, I want you to put your hand under your bottom and sit on it or I want you to hold your hands. I want you to stretch out your hands, do something else that isn't pulling out your hair. I mean, if this mom feels he's old enough for that chat, I mm. would go for it. But if he's not, redirection is is important here, I think. This is a very tricky one because obviously you'd, you'd need to meet the kid. You'd need you, to meet the somebody, kid. Do they need to enlist the help of somebody for this? Well, I mean, 
it's a tricky one because kids do all kinds of strange things. They go, they just kind of, they kind of fall through what, early. What are the strangest early... ones you've seen? Give us some examples of kids doing strange things. I definitely had some odd habits well, myself. Well, sucking. Kids can suck on their limbs. You know, mm-hmm. the sucking yeah. is a big one. Remember that kid? Yeah, and also sucking on the arm. Their arm. Yeah. Uh, kids can do pinching under their arms, like really sore punching that they, they start, to, these all become comforting behaviors. Weird. That's, that's what you don't, you need to break the pattern. Now, I know with this, with older children, and maybe it would work with younger children, you can get gloves mm-hmm. and it's just putting the gloves on is enough for when they go to do the unconscious behavior, it, it feels different right. and they stop themselves. Or you can put plasters on the top of their fingers. And again, when they go to pull their hair, it doesn't feel as nice because it's not their fingertips. Mm. It's plasters on their fingertips and they're and not getting the same. That would be the extreme end of this. Though, yeah, well, it? he is balding. So yeah. that is extreme. But uh, it will pass. It's just doing, getting it right. Getting mm. the, I do think some kind of sensory program for his hair, a sensory diet for, you know. Where would they massage. find that? Well, they don't need to find it. It's just making time for it. So like I would say, if you, if you do bath time at night time, just massage his head while okay. you're washing it. Afterwards, brush his hair nicely, you know, give him that stimulus he needs on his head that's comforting to him so he doesn't go searching for it somewhere else. Mm. Yeah. Like, so enlisting the school, this is something you always talk about. Do you do yeah, that here? I don't know. I'm not sure because he's only just started and he's very happy. But maybe going to the doctor wouldn't be the worst thing Mm. because maybe even the doctor telling him to stop could work, you know. The temptation just to go with the buzz cut must be (laughs) massive because that was the first like she suggested it. Like, yeah, I don't think I even but, noticed that bit when I read that email about the buzz cut. I think because, I was just like, so, oh, God, this woman needs help. But like, it's not a terrible option, but it could make it completely worse. It it's could not be very, solving it. No, it could be very traumatizing they may just do for something him else. to. Yeah, he might just redirect that behavior. So I think I think the teddy at nighttime could work. He just wants to feel the pulling of something. I mean, it but will. But this is not unusual. No. Well, it is unusual for a three-year-old to do that. Normally, it's teenagers or older people who kind of get into this bad habit of pulling their hair out of their head. And I remember I used to pull it and and curl it. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm I'm just interested just to, when we're winding up this question, that for other parents outside of this particular parent, Mm. your kid isn't balding, but is twirling their hair and you've seen them yoink hair from their head. Yeah. What's the answer well that's what i was gonna say like it's all good and well me giving her techniques how to deal with this behavior but there's something underneath it that she needs to look for there is a worry Mm. there's somewhere he's not feeling easy or safe and um tough that is really hard and And that's where you can go to the montessori and you can encourage group time and give them questions you want to ask because as i always say there is no better time being a Montessori teacher than um, circle circle time time and news time oh my god you will hear everything stuff that comes I was telling Jarlis sister the other day I love to be in that classroom now with her little gorgeous girl in there because I would be just asking her everything (laughs) (laughs) because that's what that little girl's going in and telling the whole life yeah they so it's that it, lovely like it is lovely it's their news it's a very safe place for them yeah and actually you know what um this week I saw this it's too young 
it's too old, I mean, for this kid. But if you have a kid a little bit older who you're worried about and maybe there's lots of stuff on their mind and they're not great at sharing, this week I found a really amazing journal, uh, well-being journals. And it's kind of leading questions. And oh my God, it's so good. I can't believe it. It's working really well for us. And I really recommend it. There's a well-being junior journal that I got. And it, it just... I've realized that with my child, I don't know about anyone else's, he was finding it really difficult to just divulge into his journal. Mm. So now these little questions and prompts have really, really helped. It's called the Head Plan Kids Journal. That's it. Gratitude Journal for Kids. It encourages happiness and well-being from ages 6 to 12. It is expensive. a little bit old for this particular emailer. It's 20 pounds sterling. Yeah. Um, but you can find it on Amazon and it, I'm yeah. sure it is expensive. But oh, my goodness, I too. feel like it really is working. But but you could adapt even if that mom went on to the Amazon and had a look, you could adapt your own kind of journal for his age group, which is smiley faces or emotion faces, mm. something where he can feel like he can um, communicate to you yeah. how he's actually feeling inside. This is a strange one, but I think my four-year-old daughter thinks my six-year-old son is a hopeless case. <laughs> my four-year-old seems to think her older brother can't do anything for himself. She is either in a state of constant helping him or constant eye-rolling <laughs> at him. I don't notice till he... I didn't notice until he went back to school and now my daughter spends her time saying mean things about her brother. Betty forgets his books today, Mom. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Betty doesn't remember to drink his water when he comes home. I can just picture this kid with the arms folded going, hey, it was an absolute nightmare. Yeah. Um, now I am aware of it and I have a little old soul on my hands, but I'm worried as to why she thinks her brother is such a waste of space. Her brother can be clumsy and forgetful, but he's also kind and very funny. I've noticed he enjoys her taking care of him. I've seen her get his shoes for him and make sure he has brushed his teeth. How do I get her to believe in him more? Wow. Never had a question like that before. No, it's really interesting and very, 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 very cute. And I think the same advice goes here as I gave with those to those lovely moms with their husbands. You got to start bigging up your child. You got to start oh. saying nice things about your kid, both kids, to each other and around the house. So you're, so you're referencing the question we had a couple of weeks ago where the mom couldn't get the kids to hang out with the dad. Mm, yeah. Uh, so she started saying, isn't dad the best? Yeah. Hanging out with dad's so much fun. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're going to hang out with dad. Yeah. And suddenly, like literally game change. Yeah. So I want to throw this into the mix. You think that by saying... Your little brother Tommy is brilliant. Listen or to your little ha- have you good noticed, man. Have you noticed how good he is? Again? He's getting good at remembering his own I'm stuff. I'm going to throw this in. Is it possible that she is uh, treating him like a dolly and is just enjoying the being, seeing, has seen moms being yeah. like, oh my God, can you yeah. believe it? He's after forgetting the shoes. <laughs> and she's trying to bond with her mom over. We're both moms. We're just living our lives. Yeah, yeah, you have a point. Definitely. Is that possible? (laughs) 
I, actually, I have a point. Oh, shit. You have a point, we should but have I, a klaxon that goes off. I don't think that will stop it. I mean, if she encourages it, like, you know, it's only going to get worse. And, you know. I'm not saying encourage it, right? I'm not saying that. But, like, sometimes I think these little madams, and I'm not saying you're, I mean that in the best possible way. Yeah. Who want to go for baby chinos with their mom and just mm. be grown up women. Already. I know they're and so Tina's amazing. like, I want one. <laughs> I really want one. They're so amazing. I'm always so envious but of it, the mom who's like hanging out, shopping with her tiny little mini me. Yeah. So my answer is, is that maybe she doesn't actually think this, but she's just trying to, you know, be like you and be like on it, taking care of him, helping out. Yeah, fair enough. But she's still... You still can't allow her to talk like that about her brother. And I'm oh, not right. saying you yes, correct. So she's identified the mean things. Yeah, yeah I, right. I don't think you correct the speech. You just model better things. You say nice things like, uh, I heard he's doing great at school. I heard he can do this for himself now. Did you notice your brother put on his own shoes this morning? He's very good at putting on his own shoes. And encourage the boy to be more independent. Why is he expecting his sister? I mean, that's not going to... That's not mm. going to pave out well for him, pan out well for him, <laughs> because then he's going to expect more girls in his life to just keep doing shit for him. And we all know those men. Yeah, girls don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> or shouldn't have to. Shouldn't have to. Don't um, want to. It's a, it's a funny one because uh, yeah, the question is, how do I get her to believe in her brother more? Oh, oh but also, actually, I think, how do we get the boy to be more independent? Mm. Yeah. I think that... That boy needs yeah, to Yeah, he's be. not going, give me my shoes. Don't you try and put my shoes yeah. on for me. I know how to put on my own shoes. We need to get that boy to have a more inner drive. Mm-hmm. And maybe that just means they need, a, you know, a few little jobs in the house. That these are her jobs and these are his jobs. And he does his jobs and she does hers. So give them more of a sense of identity of themselves. And not just her worrying about him all the time. It can't be much crack for her worrying about her brother all the time. Even mm. if it is cute and play, like you think it might be. But also... I'd ask about him at school. I'd be interested to know. Is he independent? Is he at school? independent? At or does school? he have someone else doing yeah, this from or there? Or does he have someone else? I mean, yeah. we've all, we all know those Maybe. kids. And, and we all know those men who are like, sure, I don't know how to load a dishwasher at all at all. Oh, I'll just mess it up. You do it. Yeah, and we all know the women, like the little girl who, even if you do load the dishwasher, they reload it after you walk away from it. Yeah, we all know those men. <laughs> I was like, how Just long is this going to go on? And sometimes those women are a little bit tough on those men. You were on to me so fast. Yeah, these... these um, <laughs> These episodes are so much fun to record uh, and I'm just so happy that you guys are still enjoying them wherever you are in the world. You can contact the show really easily. Honey, you are ruining our kid at gmail.com. If there's anything you just want us to talk about, mm-hmm. if there's a topic you think hasn't been covered uh, and you'd rather not divulge yeah, your situation. Cool. I don't get like lots of people don't have their questions on the show. Of course. Uh, my big news is that I've added a fourth night at the Three Olympia Theatre. I am on tour with my stand-up. Honey, and, you're uh, ruining our kid. Put on three with nights Charlotte in the and Olympia Tina, and all of them a go-light parenting so podcast. Proudly sponsored by Buy Me. January. The only way uh, to get done get very anxious when I say it out loud. As as so exciting. Don't forget. I was just thinking, though, use code so sad, Honey10 this is for 10 euro so off your first order. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am working on When did you do this show called Notions? Was that two years ago? Yeah, that's a while ago. Yeah, this would have been a great name for this show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's the most notionsy theater in the country. It's my favorite. It's my favorite I, too. I, I'm and so excited. Can't wait to do it. I'm also 
gonna be hitting the road and going all around Ireland and if, the UK and the UK and America if you uh, well not yet America but you know we're working on the visa if you want to come and see me live uh, next week I will be in the INEC in Killarney there's a few tickets left there then the next week I'll be in Nace Limerick uh, Bristol London New Ross Ulster Hall Belfast Roscommon uh, Carlo and into uh, the Olympia as I said the 18th 19th 20th and 21st of January absolutely love you come Tina thanks so much for this huge episode absolutely brilliant I love making the show with you so much fun I love our listeners they're the coolest Uh, I am a piece in the Sunday Business Post this yesterday would be yesterday oh yeah which is about working with your wife what is it like to work with your wife on a daily basis the night of working with your wife now you know the article is very complimentary thank you guys so much make sure to download the buy me app and get yourself some groceries delivered to your house in as little as an hour from I said stores. the code was honey 20 last week but it's honey 10 honey 10 10% it's not bad it's a tenner off come on lads Lex the text honey you're ruining our kid with Jarlath and Tina a go loud parenting podcast proudly sponsored by buy me the only way to get done stores delivered to your door in as little as an hour don't forget use code honey 10 for 10 euro off your first order t's and c's apply